0: Money FM 89.3 Best of Prime Time In the Spotlight on Money FM 89.3 Well Boris Johnson's successor as UK Prime Minister will be revealed later today when either Liz Truss or Rishi Sunak is named the next Conservative leader The winner of the leadership contest will be announced at 7:30 p.m Singapore time before He or she takes office on Tuesday after a formal appointment by the Queen. The new Prime Minister will inherit a flagging economy with inflation at a 40-year high. They're also under pressure to cushion the blow of soaring energy costs. Joining us to talk more about this is Rich Preston, senior world news reporter, presenter at the BBC. Hi, Rich.
1: Hi, good to be with you guys again.
0: So, Rich, it looks like the UK is not ready for Rishi.
1: No, the poll suggests that Liz Truss is going to win this by a country mile. Now, mm-hmm. the interesting thing on that one is that the initial eight contenders to replace Boris Johnson, it was whittled down to two by Conservative MPs. And MPs supported Rishi Sunak. He had the support of 137 MPs compared to 113 for Liz Truss. But then it went out to members of the Conservative Party in the UK population. And Liz Truss is, uh, as I say, ahead by a country mile, storming ahead more than 30 point lead in the polls. Uh, So it looks like within the next couple of hours, we'll find out that Liz Truss will be the successor to Boris Johnson.
0: What are the various reasons for her coming out ahead at this point?
1: I think the main one is tax. That's the main difference between the two of them. Rishi Sunak, who, by the way, is an economist and the former chancellor of the Exchequer. Mm. He has always said, we can't promise anything. We can't promise we'll lower taxes. In fact, we might need to raise them. He says, we can't keep spending on the country's credit card and pushing our debts down the road for the younger generation to deal with. Unfortunately, in the middle of an economic crisis and a cost of living crisis, whilst many economists say that's the wise thing to do he's the safe steady pair of hands on that front mm. when liz truss comes out and says i'm not going to raise taxes in fact i'm going to lower them that's what gets people cheering that's what gets the support that's what gets the crowd going uh, when she's been holding various hostings and she has stuck to her guns on that one she's been asked several times will you raise taxes no i won't read my lips no mm. new taxes is what she says
0: Yeah, but can she deliver on that? How is she going to solve all of these problems? I mean, the UK clearly needs more spending, more social spending, redistribution of wealth, all sorts of other things to tackle some of the problems that it's facing now. Can she really not raise taxes? Can she really cut taxes and achieve those results? Yeah, that's the big hole in her argument. And when she's probed on that,
1: her response is, well, i 'm not Prime Minister yet, so i don 't have all the details, so i 'll have to wait and figure it out when i 'm in office but But as you say you know the, the u k has the highest inflation rate in the g seven it 's ten point one percent two thirds of households approximately forty five million people are facing fuel poverty uh, businesses there 's a cap on energy prices for Uh, households, but there's not a cap on energy prices for businesses. And we've seen lots of small businesses saying, you know, my energy bill last year was £2,000. This year, it's going to be £22,000. This is unsustainable. Liz Truss says she wants to increase defence spending by £157 billion, that's $253 Singapore dollars. Where are you going to get this money from if you're not raising taxes? The big hole in her argument, as I said, she she keeps saying, I'll have to wait until I'm in office to figure out how to to do this.
0: Okay, but the people who are voting in this election, can't they see the holes in her argument? Well, probably, but also she's dynamic. She says that she thinks Brexit
1: was a great thing, despite the fact that she voted against it. She's channeling a conservatism that's not really been seen in many years. Lots of people seeing her as the new Margaret Thatcher. In fact, in her role as Foreign Secretary at the moment, she's had her picture taken riding in a tank uh, on the border in Estonia, much like the picture that Margaret Thatcher had of herself taken in a tank during the Falklands crisis. So many people are seeing this kind of more right-leaning, more traditional conservatism, and they're saying that's what we want in government. This is the person who we want to lead us. Uh, It's interesting you raised the question of the people who are voting for her because as we've mentioned this is just members of the Conservative Party this is not the UK population at large voting.
0: Yeah we did try to explain it earlier Rich on the show that it's 175,000 or so grassroots Tory party members who are voting not the 47.6 million adults who are eligible to vote in a general election.
1: Yeah, that's, that's absolutely right. You're talking zero, less than 0.3% of the population are choosing the new prime minister. That's only happened once before, and that was when Boris Johnson became prime minister. So this is relatively new territory for Britain. When you look at this membership base, 44% of them are over the age of 65. 97% of them are white. 54% are based in London and the southeast. This does not represent the UK population as a whole. And we will particularly see that when the new Prime Minister takes office. When it comes to their relations with areas like Scotland and Northern Ireland, where the Conservatives are generally disliked, how will the new Prime Minister manage those relations? I mean, they might be briefly popular, if it is Liz Truss, if within her first couple of months she cuts taxes. But what you've got to look at beyond that is the long term popularity and how they steer Britain through not just the cost of living crisis, but a number of urgent issues which will be sitting in this Prime Minister's in tray when they take office on mm. Tuesday?
0: The thing is, we should again explain and recap why this is happening, why the election is taking place in this manner. It's because conservative lawmakers want to avoid elections for now, right? Because their party has been Yeah. Absolutely. The next national vote is not due till January 2025. So by then, the UK population will be able to make a decision on Liz Truss. They will. And, the, and so the Conservative Party does want someone who's going to be a kind of
1: a steady and popular pair of hands the, the elephant in the room is Boris Johnson now of course mm. this came about because of the various scandals facing Boris Johnson and the mass exodus of people from uh, his cabinet but the thing is whilst he is leaving office as Prime Minister he will remain an MP And the big question is, what does the new prime minister do with Boris Johnson? Do they leave him on the back benches? Mm. That could be dangerous because he's still wildly popular and he could launch some kind of comeback campaign from the back benches. Or do you invite him into your cabinet, which might win you some short-term points because you've kept Boris Johnson engaged? But do you want to have a potential threat so close to you? Now, Rishi Sunak was one of the MPs who left Boris Johnson's cabinet, so I would suggest he will try and keep him at an arm's length if he wins. But Liz Truss, who we expect to win, she might want to bring him a bit closer on board. Uh, various newspapers here in the UK over the weekend ran the headline, Boris will launch a comeback campaign. You know, maybe the new prime minister won't do that good a job and there will be a vote of no confidence in him and Boris Johnson will run again because, of course, when his popularity was put to the membership vote, he won. He only resigned mm. when his own cabinet uh, started to abandon
0: him. Mm. I guess you know we all would want to be a fly on the wall right when they're having their horse trading meetings and so on. Is there anything else we know that might give us an indication of how probable that scenario is the one that you just described These are the Boris Johnson?
1: Is there any way to know for certain? No, absolutely not. And partly because Boris Johnson himself is quite an unpredictable character. Now, you may remember when, Therese, when David Cameron resigned, the, the main bets on who would replace him were Theresa May and Boris Johnson. And at the last minute, Boris Johnson says, I'm not running. And so it went kind of by default to Theresa May. That was a surprise move by Boris Johnson. And he swept into power later, defeating Theresa May in another leadership contest. So who knows what Boris Johnson will do? There's absolutely no way you can be certain.
0: Okay, there is something else that we should take note of. You mentioned Scotland earlier, Rich. The fact that the Queen will be appointing the Prime Minister to his or her role in Scotland, this is the first time she's doing this. What is the significance of this?
1: It is the first time, and it is significant. Let's not beat about the bush. The Queen is 96 years old. She's Mm. no spring chicken. She's slowing down, and Buckingham Palace say that the decision has been made for her to remain in Balmoral in Aberdeenshire in northeast Scotland is for the queen's comfort. They've they've been pretty clear on that one. They've not given any more details about her health condition. She's just said this is they've just said this is for her comfort. So what it means is the new prime minister will travel up to Balmoral with Boris Johnson once the leadership results are announced in about an hour's time. Boris Johnson will formally resign to the queen And the Queen will ask him, is there someone else who can command a majority in the House of Commons? And Boris Johnson will say, Your Majesty, I introduce you to Liz Truss or Rishi Sunak. And that person will then be asked to form a government. They will then travel back down to London, where they will make a speech in Downing Street before heading into number 10 uh, and uh, starting to assemble their cabinet and deal with this bulging inbox.
0: Right. Let's talk about that bulging inbox. So we're talking about the cost of living. We're talking about the Russia-Ukraine conflict. Don't forget Brexit and many other challenges as well. Now, even if Liz Truss wins on popularity because she made all of these populist statements, she's got to make sure she delivers, right?
1: Absolutely. And that's going to be the big question, because Liz Truss, and let's presume it is going to be her who wins, mm. uh, has, has changed her mind on various issues. You know, she originally campaigned to stay in the European Union, and then she said that leaving, she's glad that we left. She was originally not a Conservative. She was a Liberal Democrat. She's a relative newcomer to the Conservative Party. So lots of people worried about whether she will be able to stick to her guns on various things. There is the cost of living crisis, which we discussed earlier. There's Brexit, which ostensibly is done and dusted. The UK has left the European Union, but there are lots of loose ends to tie up. The Northern Ireland protocol, for one, is still not resolved. Our continuing relation with the remaining EU 27 member states is another one. Our relations with the United States, it's expected that the first phone call the new Prime Minister receives will be from President Joe Biden. Now, Boris Johnson, when he was campaigning for Brexit and leading Brexit, he said that Brexit would mean the UK would get a phenomenal free trade deal with the United States. That's not happened, and it's kind of gone cold when we moved from Donald Trump to Joe Biden, so maybe the new prime minister wants to get that up and running. Um, There's the Ukraine war. Liz Truss has said, as foreign secretary, I've taken a firm position on this, and we will continue to stand firm in the face of Russian aggression. Maybe opinions with that that will change when we start to enter the colder months, gas prices continuing to rise, and households struggling to cope. There's also the NHS, which during the pandemic saw the biggest emergency it's ever dealt with, suffered as a result. The NHS accounts for just under half of all public spending. That's a lot of money. But ambulance waiting times are rising. GP waiting times are rising. uh, Hospitals are more stretched than ever before. Lots of issues for the new prime minister to start
0: to address immediately. One last thing, Rich. The new prime minister, whoever it is, will be the fourth prime minister in a little over six years. Is there any hope of more political stability moving forward? I mean, the next election is due in January 2025. That's a couple more years. But to what extent can we count on it only happening then? Might there be another political disaster or scandal to deal with in the meantime that might again culminate in another election
1: it's entirely feasible i mean liz truss is not really the scandal type so i don't imagine there would be any immediate scandal that would threaten her leadership but you never know but as you mentioned we've been through this roller coaster of political leaders with a general election not a million miles away i think people do generally whether you're a conservative voter or not hope that this will just bring some stability when there has been chaos elsewhere. But with an election on the horizon anyway, all bets are off. The Conservatives will be hoping that their new leader just is able to steady the ship for the next few months at least to get enough uh, popular support to win in the next election, and then you've got another four or five years to worry about. Uh, But who knows? There's no way of telling, especially with uh, this, this disquiet against Conservative leadership in Northern Ireland and Scotland as well, threats of a new independence referendum in Scotland, Lots of issues, very pressing for the new Prime Minister.
0: Right. I think most of all, they really have to tackle the economic problems on the ground, the cost of living crisis being the biggest one. Thank you so much, Rich, for joining us today. Rich Preston, Senior World News Reporter and presenter at the BBC.
1: To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio
0: app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.